This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up, y'all? Man, we are feeling good, feeling great. Hey. Feeling great, feeling good. <laughs> feeling great. Uh, it's currently raining outside. We're sitting by the window, looking out the window, and we're preparing to talk to you beautiful people. You know, shout out to the ones who's listening to us, riding down the road, uh, cleaning up, I know. Uh, you know, sitting with your boo, <laughs> whatever you're doing right now. We really, really thank you and appreciate you for taking the time to tune in to us. Most definitely. Yes. Um, so we uh, the, the previous episode, um, episode 11, because this is episode 12 of Lesby Brulianus and my name is Nick Rochelle and I am Carla Rochelle we are a married couple uh the previous episode we had someone to write in um about a situation that they were going in uh going through so definitely check out that episode and we told more y'all you know if y'all have some advice or that y'all want us to give you or you have some that you're going through and you want someone to kind of give you advice without sugarcoating it you know what I'm saying you can remain anonymous and you just want somebody to give you just the raw, you know, some shit that you may need to hear, but maybe the people around you ain't telling you, then, you know, send us an email to ask Carla and Nick at gmail.com. And uh, we had some people to write into us, but I know the floodgates open. <laughs> yes. yes, y'all. So we're definitely going to be coming at y'all with some different topics that these people um, want us to discuss. I know. We're glad y'all are talking to us because we love talking to you. Yes. Now, <clears throat> I'm gonna start the. I'm gonna start off reading this email. Okay. It says, "Hey, Carla, Nick." I have been an avid supporter in Subby since you guys have started and ending your trucking career. Thank you so freaking much. Yes. <laughs> I've been trucking for almost five years now, and it was quite refreshing to see two beautiful women take on the road. Wow, that's a long time. That is a long time. Yeah. You think we could have lasted five years? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Okay, you guys can keep me anonymous. Girl, we got you. We got you. I contracted... HSV 2, which is herpes, about seven years ago, and obviously the journey has been quite rocky. Hmm. I've definitely made that bed and laid in it. Well, at least she came, you know, to terms of accepting it. Yeah, I can that, only be like imagine. The biggest problem sometimes. Yeah, I can only imagine like how hard that is Hell when something yes. life changing happens. Yes, it's like when it comes to the STDs. I know herpes was one of the things, the biggest ones I feared, and of course, like anything that could take your life. Mm-hmm. But Lord. Okay, um, uh, I've, I've definitely made that bed laden. Okay, I've gone through depression and even suicidal thoughts over the years just due to me not fully coming to terms with my virus. But nevertheless, I always come out on top remaining positive and prosperous. Over the past year, I've noticed that certain family members, ones who I'm not that social with, have spiritually given me vibes or energy that they may know about my diagnosis and certain ones are a bit different around me. 
i.e. looking closely at my lips and being careful not to make too much skin on skin contact. As a woman, y'all know that we can sense things that most men can't smell, taste, feel, etc. We're literally the blueprint spiritually. So many people say that I'm overthinking it, but I just know that they know because my intuition tells me so. It would take all day to go into the examples of who want, uh, who, what, when, and where. So I'll save the mumbo jumbo. One of the family members who I feel knows used to be one of my favorite people, but over the years due to family drama, we've kind of distanced ourselves. I honestly want to peacefully tell these people to fuck off because I know they've all sat together and had a lunch meeting about my personal business. But I also know that these people aren't where I am spiritually, so they'll think I'm crazy if I were to tell them that I know without receipts. Side note, I've always kept my business to myself and I don't discuss private stuff like who I'm dating, fucking, etc. So I get the vibe that certain family members think that I'm bougie. My mom didn't discuss bedroom convos, so I took after her. And I've heard them make these remarks. Hypothetically speaking, especially being that you women are spiritual like myself, how would you handle this? Right now, I don't talk to the people I believe to know are involved. And if this sensitive info ever does get out to my immediate family who doesn't know, I will handle it accordingly. But I just want to hear y'all's point of view. Thanks, ladies. Sorry for this being super long. Oh, it wasn't long at all. <laughs> yeah, and, and and again, like when we do these uh podcasts, we like to have as many details as possible. Now don't don't do the most now. Come on now. But uh yeah, but we do like don't send a four I'm sending you a four page letter. <laughs> <laughs> I should have harmonized it. <laughs> four page letter. <laughs> oh man, but um okay, so what are your thoughts, babe? What are your thoughts? Um, okay, so I have several thoughts. Um, well, like I mentioned earlier, um, I can only imagine how you're feeling. And, um, to have somebody, especially family, because we all have heard that sometimes family can be worse than people outside of your family. Yeah, and they can be just as messy as strangers. Yes, they can be really brutal. Yeah. So, um sometimes I can, worse. Yeah, so I can only imagine um what you're going through. But um something that Nick and I, you know, we've been doing lately is meditating and kind of learning um the balance of keeping your peace. Yes. It's crazy you said that because I'm on that same shit. Yeah. So, um, I guess the biggest part of me is I feel like it's good that you keep your business to yourself. I'm I'm a person. I'm like that, too. It's like even with my family, my family really don't even know my business for real. Not unless it's something that I share. So it's like I understand that, especially when it comes down to your sexual life. It's like family don't need to know that. So I guess my um, question is why is it that you feel that they know um or is it something is it that you're self-conscious about it yeah because a lot of times like the shit that goes on in our head can eat us up worse than what's really going on yeah so really i mean it's really all speculation yes she has receipts but unless it's just like you know 
this person literally i literally caught this walked in on a room on this person saying so-and-so got herpes yeah and and i guess the other thing is i know she said it was a family member that she was close to they're not close anymore yeah. i don't know if maybe at some point you possibly opened up to them the reason you feel like i don't know if maybe they could have said something so i guess that's my thing i, oh, I want to yeah. know why do you feel that they know because it's really it, it's almost impossible for them to know if you didn't tell anybody like right. unless the they know the person told, unless they know the person that you were sexually active with yeah so uh yeah so and, and then if that case so unless she didn't tell anyone mm-hmm then no one really knows then all they are doing is speculating and right. they're looking at her lip or whatever they're looking at and feeling like she got it but it, you can only think of like who did you tell you know what i'm saying now i know sometimes people can find out like who you're dating or yeah. you know you know so and so is talking to this person yeah. and then so maybe if they know that you used to talk to this person and they know that that particular person has it it's like it's it's an assumption at this point they're assuming maybe that you have it unless someone has just you know came out and said yes like for a fact yeah now my question comes down like when it comes to her family she said that this is family that she don't even really fuck with like that anyways like okay so i have family and when i say i don't really fuck with my family like that, I, I i love my family like but it is family members that i don't talk to as much as i talk to as far as you know other family members like my mom and stuff i don't talk to them as much as i may talk to like an uncle yeah but same. i still love them all right. so my question is what kind of relationship do you have with your family or do you want to have with your your distant family you know are you the type are you in a place where it's like i don't care about my having no family i'm good by being by myself or is it that you do want to have your family but you don't like the way that they're treating you yeah because i had a situation like for example when i was first figuring out my sexuality when we moved back to st louis uh that's when all of my family began to see me and began to see like the way i was dressing and all that and in my head oh my goodness in my head everybody was talking about me in my head everybody was disagreeing with my sexuality this is all going on in my head and then at my sister's graduation um i was drinking you know <laughs> first time drinking around my family so got, you was grown grown yeah i was feeling myself i think i was just 21 <laughs> 21 um and then i drunk my uh i was drinking drinking all these beers and then all of a sudden I just, I guess I was like, today I got time, cuz. And I went off on my family, confronted them about everything. I was like, y'all probably sitting and talk about me behind my back, and y'all ain't even took the time to ask me if I'm gay, you know, just going in. And then when I did that, they actually was like, Shell, I don't have no issue with, like, you know you being gay and your sexuality all I, all we care about like they always just like having their moment where they were telling me like how they felt and how they didn't have any like harsh issues because again remember you know I, we left st louis uh when i was like 11 t going on 12 and then we lived in georgia so this is my first time being raised around these kind of people these southern bible belt type of people who were very very judgmental mm -hmm. um so then i go back up to st louis i'm thinking my family is the same way and come to find out they didn't give two shits about it yeah you know what i'm saying but i would have never known 
if I didn't have that conversation. And the reason why I ask, like, what type of what type of relationship do you want to have with your family is because if you do want to still have your family, like where you can pick up the phone and call them and have a conversation, then it's like, you are going to have to do that hard part and have a conversation. Yeah. I, um, I was actually thinking the same thing. I was thinking, even though you all are going through family drama right now mm-hmm. and, um, I just wanted to know, like, is it really that deep? Is it that deep? Just say, for instance, if something was to happen to somebody, would you yeah. feel bad that you didn't resolve that situation or whatever the issue was that was going on with you all? Like somebody left this world and you all didn't even talk about it. Like, is it that deep? I guess if it is that deep and you really don't care, it's like to me, I say, if it, like, don't even worry about it. It's not even worth addressing. But if you do care about your family, I feel like. Um, this can be an opportunity for education Yeah. Um, to actually. And, and the reason I say that is because just hear me out for a second. Just say, for instance, if the tables were turned and it wasn't you, it was another family member and you heard about it. Like, how would you feel? And I don't mean the feeling of, OK, because you're living with it now you'll you know have remorse or or you know you'll be nice about it but how would you genuinely feel you know how we all have those moments we say things to people or we have thoughts and people can't hear our thoughts so we can get away with it so would you have a thought where or would you do the same thing like how your family is handling it would you be like I don't know how to address it so I'm not gonna say anything but I'm gonna stay clear because I don't want to catch anything either like would you be that way so how would you handle the situation and I feel like however you would handle the situation you should think about that when it comes to your family because some people when they don't know they just don't know and that education it helps for them to have it so they'll know they don't have to worry about just having skin on skin contact with you yeah yeah now that yeah you see what i'm saying (laughs) and like like why you looking at my lips my lips ain't touching you you (laughs) know you said so and I don't mean saying it sarcastic like that but I'm just saying so that they can have the education like at ease like yeah. you can calm down I'm like ass down then it's like once you get it out there it's like it is what it is but I also want to say this too since you are spiritual some of these things that we're going to mention in this podcast shouldn't be new to you um and it, it may click so like Carla and I we're like we like Carla mentioned earlier um meditation mm-hmm I'm at a point in my life where I heavily, I operate, I move, and I think in terms of frequency, numbers, and vibration. So, meaning, like, if it don't match my vibe, then I, I don't I don't mess with it, talk to it, or be around it for too long. Yeah. So, even though it is your family, your friends, whatever, your family, in, in this case, um, you have to, you have to learn how to love them from a distance, I think. Yeah, because sometimes no matter what you say and I told Nick this uh, just yesterday I'm getting to the point like even though I feel like I give good advice Mm -hmm. I can't stand when I'm trying to educate somebody and they like I hear you but da 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 and they have their mind their thought about it and it's like we want to kind of get it in their brain like no I need you to see it from this point of view and and it's because they're not in a receptive mode they're not in a receiving mode in the mode 
old to receive any type of advice or information that you're giving them. Right. So we have to know the same way how we have elevated until other people get to the point where they are on that level. I don't care how much you try to force it. I don't care how much you try to beat it in their head. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much you try to not have a conversation with them. It's not going to make them see it from your point of view. So it's like, does it really matter if you go in and just say, for instance, I don't know how ruthless your family is, but just say, for instance, if you go into your family and you like <laughs> you take Nick's route and y'all, the thing is about <laughs> Nick family, her, everybody in her family, they're so upfront, like they're blunt yes. and they just say how it is. So I can just <laughs> imagine them being in that setting that environment and nick like oh let me tell y'all yeah. mfs about y'all self today you know it's like all of them know they blunt yeah. so it's kind of like you can't have all these blunt people going back and forth so i don't know how ruthless your family is but is it right for you to go off on them i don't and think then, that's a good route to take and then you know what they're gonna do they really gonna talk about you. yeah the last route the last thing i want to do is go off on somebody about me having herpes i'm just gonna be real yeah. like I do not. it's so, like and they not only are they gonna tell family members they gonna start telling their friends right it's like everybody will know then yeah but it's like i think sometimes it's like it it just depends on what type of relationships you want to have with them. I think some conversation would need to be held. I don't, yeah. I don't know how, what that looks like. That's why I say the family member that, you know, she says she used to be close to. That's why I ask whatever the family drama is, is it that serious? Especially the days that we're living in right now. Y'all it's like everybody's separated. We can barely see people as it is. So is it that serious where you can just say, I don't care about them anyway. Well, so what about the line when she said, um, um, I know they've all sat together and had a lunch meeting about my personal business, but I also know that these people aren't uh, where I am spiritually. So they think that I'm crazy. So what do you think about that? Like when someone like, I, I don't know, I, I kind of have a, a issue with, with people who feels that they have now, like their third eyes open or they are now woke or they're spiritual and then they can say that other people are not as spiritual as them because you never really know where someone is you know spiritually you just never really know well you don't know i guess in a way by having through having conversation um, you can tell if a person is growing or if a person is stagnant. I mean, I've went through that with a ex-friend of mine, you know, just knowing that, okay, I don't like the energy that she have. It's, it was like I had basically matured. So, okay, well, what about this? Like, say, for example, if you have a Christian belief, a person of the Christian faith, and they have a conversation with, let's say, someone like you. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to explain to you, no, you know, Jesus is the, the only way, the truth and the light. And you're trying to explain to them about vibrations and, I, I and, would. and meditation. But no, I'm just saying, yeah. I'm saying. But what if that Christian person look at you and say, they're not where I am spiritually, you know, because you don't believe the way that they believe. But what if y'all both may be on the same, you know, your own spiritual path that is right. helping you connect to source or God? Yeah. I just think that sometimes some people not saying you, some people can get lost in 
in the in the fact of saying that I am this and you're not or I am I am here and you're not here yeah because Because, we all grow and develop every day yes and we only see so much of a person like for example imagine because we have several YouTube channels and we just create content on so many different platforms imagine if someone only saw us on the Carla and Nick channel and they didn't get to see this side of us or the side of us on the vlog channel Mm -hmm. they would probably think we was two heathens just freaks and, and nasty and all over the place That's you know true. what i'm saying because you only see that one side because there are there are many layers to people that's true so the family that she's saying is not on her level spiritually or not where she, she don't know that it's speculation that's true especially if they're not close they're exactly. actually distant but i'm wondering what is happening um the reason you're kind of in their environment for this yeah. to take place like if you all are not close what's transpiring the reason you're going around them so something is happening and it seems like it is something that maybe need to be resolved if these are people that you're going to have to fake it till you make it and be around well unless it's what if it's just like holiday family like thanksgiving christmas and then i don't see them no more some shit like that because, you know, you have holiday family. Yeah, I, I guess it just depends on the type of person you are. If I really didn't get along with people, I wouldn't be hanging around like that. I wouldn't Because either. chances are we're not going to even have anything to conversate about. Yeah, and it's like and it's like me and Carla, like, for the most part, we hang on to our family. Mm-hmm. But you have had a situation where you had to let a family member go. Mm-hmm. Like, when I say let them go, like, permanently, don't talk to them. Yeah. And I have had the same situation because, again, you have to protect your peace. Or is if they're just not going to see eye to eye or where you're coming from, it's like don't waste your time trying to go down to their frequency to, to make them understand. It. And then now you bring yourself down. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nick, what you saying that it just made me think about something and I'm about to open up um, to you all about a situation that happened with me with a family member. Oh, wow. So it just really made me think, you know, a lot of times we move, you know, because we're free to move and do whatever it is we want to do because we feel like, okay, this is where we are in life. But it's you don't know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Okay, so let me just say this. So I had a situation with um, an aunt. And my aunt, I've never been severely, I've never been really close to her. I've had moments where when I was young, I would go to her house. But as far as me knowing her knowing her I don't know her like that I know that she's my mom's sister and when we used to go around everything would seem like family you know we would laugh we would have a good time but as far as us having a bun we didn't have a bun it was almost like I went around because that's what was expected Mm -hmm. during the holiday so um one time my this particular aunt we were together for a celebration it was a graduation and um she made it her business to let me know that she favored my sister over me and at this time I'm grown (laughs) and I I pretty much had gotten to the point. So hold on. So how did she say it? Like what what happened? So basically what she said was she was like, Carla, she was like, you know, I love you. She was like, I love you. She was like, but 
I just, she was like, I just always have loved Brynn more. She was like, Brynn has just always been my favorite. What made her say that? I don't know, y'all. When I tell y'all, she just out the blue and told me this. Nothing was happening. As a matter of fact, the graduation was over. Everybody was hugging to leave. And she made it her business. It was almost like she had to just... I just need to let her know this. And because I had grown into myself, I wasn't the timid person that I used to be back in the day. When she told me, I told her, I know. It was something that I had already knew. I already knew that. And I told her, I said, I know. I said, I don't need you to tell me that. I said, what do you think? You hurting my feelings or something? Yeah. I said, because you're not. Like, I had two kids by this time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't give a damn <laughs> about who you like the most. Right. But y'all, this is why I say you have to be careful about what you do. Right now, this aunt is going through a phase where she has dementia. And um I went over to my sister's house one day and it was like she was it was like she knew who I was. I went I came in the house twice so early I went in she knew who I was they was like you know who this is she was like yeah she was like I know this my niece and she got up and she gave me a hug and then the second time later I went she didn't know who I was she she was like she was like it's like I know your face she was like it's like your name right on the tip of my tongue but I'm saying all that to say this right now her son he is a truck driver he's on the road Mm. And can't really be there to help her. So it is putting a lot of stress on my sister. On her favorite niece. On her favorite niece. And um, my sister actually had a situation where I guess she needed someone to go by and check on her at the house. And she didn't ask me. So I was just saying to myself, I wonder why she didn't ask me. If she would have asked me, I would have had no problem going to check on her. But I said that to say, you don't ever know where you're going to be in life. And you can't make permanent decisions now. And you don't know what the future holds. Right? So I just feel like that's why I ask, whatever's going on, is it that serious? And you can say something that can do put permanent damage and cause harm where there's no need to cause harm it's like you don't know what's gonna happen you don't know whose body gonna break down first you don't know who you're gonna have to depend on i don't know if you have kids sometimes kids aren't there you know for the parents like they need to be everybody can't be there and you i know me i've told my kids don't put me in the old folks home mm-hmm. you know i don't know if i'm gonna be still up moving at the age of 90 driving which i feel that i am i yeah. feel like i'm gonna have a long life yeah but i already told my daughter i don't want to be in the old folks home mm-hmm. and i think my auntie don't have a desire to do that either but then i don't think that my cousin can i don't think he want to pay for somebody to come to a to her house to take care of her full time that's a lot of money especially when you're on the road and nowadays you can't even trust people the way that you can trust family members you hear about people abusing old people all the time little kids all the time so that's a hard decision to make so 
I just wanted to put, you know, a different spin on it. Yeah. So when you're thinking about what you're going to do and how you're going to handle this situation, you know, I think you should actually do it from a place where it's good in your heart and not where you're angry. Yes. So I guess um, what I'll say, because um, I, I guess some of the things that I, the last things I'll say is like, if you're not already doing this, you need to make meditation a priority like it's just something you got to do because it's going to give you more clarity um and it's going to help you move your ego aside Mm -hmm. um you know because i think we as humans we tend to think that we are bigger or more important than what we really are like for example the the average attention span of a human is only eight seconds so (laughs) if you if your family did mention you or thought about you it's not that long because they got their own shit going on in their life you know what i'm saying so um i think that um if you do make my meditation a priority then you yourself will actually tell you the best way to handle this situation. Yeah. Because, you know, we we only got bits and pieces from what you sent us. And it's only your side of the story. Mm-hmm. But if you meditate, since you are spiritual, and make meditation a priority, if you're not already, your subconscious will send up the, the right moves and the right things that you need to say so that you can handle this situation accordingly. Yep. Yeah. And, and I would say that something um that we've really been focused on here lately is you want to keep your peace and what you don't want to do is make a decision that's going to cause you to be unhappy yes because when you meditate and you find that peace it's like you don't want anything to take your joy away yeah you know i told nick yesterday i was like i don't feel like talking on the phone i i just really want to be to myself because i was just having i've been in this peaceful state and i don't want it to be interrupted and when you meditate you tend to be like that and you don't want to go and stir the pot because if i don't want negative energy coming to me surely i'm not trying to put it out either yes and if you and this is one more thing if you ever feel lost or ever trying to figure out what you should do use your emotions as a guide use your emotional compass as a guide if you're say for example if you're getting ready to um i don't know get up and 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 what uh i don't know just if you if it don't feel right in your body don't do it mm-hmm. like if you say for example if you're on the phone with somebody and they're talking or they talking about some shit you don't like or whatever is bringing you down feel that in your body and if you feel it then just stop get off the phone with them like i'm gonna have to call you back it's like when you do things like that and start using your emotions as a guide it'll allow you to find a more peaceful life so Mm -hmm. yeah 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 well i hope that helped i didn't know we were going to get that spiritual and deep uh on our podcast on our episode <laughs> today because you know we usually like to to laugh and have fun but if you all bring that out of us it will happen it will because it's a lot of shit me and carla discuss or we do behind the scenes and y'all have no idea mm-hmm. y'all have no idea how deep it really goes with us but um all right we definitely hope to catch y'all next time in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in, people. Remember, you can leave voice messages um, um, on this uh, on the Anchor app. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.